let's go on to god's word this morning um it's a joy to come together to meditate on the word of the lord praise the lord that god has blessed the wedding of pratiksha yesterday at katak and um many of you would have received updates about it praise god that god has blessed their wedding and some of our friends from uh, the church have also gone there to celebrate uh, along with them and uh, praise god for the good health that god has given to brother ashish uh, truly god has given him a new life uh, to see him uh, you know dressed up in full suit and everything and to what a privilege for him to uh, you know see witness the uh, wedding of his daughter uh last year this time they were going through the worst time of their life and um but god has brought him back into new life praise the lord many of us prayed we all prayed together and god answers prayer thank god for this blessing for this family and also we are thankful to god for safe journey many of you have been traveling some of them are still traveling um and so let's continue to pray that god will give them all good health and uh bring them back safely Let's turn our Bibles to 2nd Chronicles in chapter 12 and uh, we read verses 1 to 8. 2nd Chronicles chapter 12 and we read verses 1 to 8. After Rehoboam's position as king was established and he had become strong, he and all Israel with him abandoned the law of the Lord. because they had been unfaithful to the lord sishak king of egypt attacked jerusalem in the 5th year of king rehoboam <clears throat> with 1200 chariots and 60000 horsemen and the innumerable troops of libyans sukites and cushites that came with him from egypt he captured the fortified cities of juda and came as far as jerusalem then the prophet shemaya came to rehoboam and to the leaders of judah who had assembled in jerusalem for fear of shishak and he said to them this is what the lord says you have abandoned me therefore i now abandon you to shishak the leaders of israel and the king humbled themselves and said the lord is just when the lord saw that they humbled themselves this word of the lord came to shemaya since they have humbled themselves I will not destroy them but will soon give them deliverance my faith my wrath will not be poured out on Jerusalem through Shishak they will however become subject to the, him so that they may learn the difference between serving me and serving the kings of other lands so that they may learn the difference between serving me and serving the kings of other lands the lord desired for the people of israel to seek him the lord wanted the king of israel david and then promises him that if you and your generations to come will continue to be faithful to me you will always have someone uh, in your lineage seated on the throne you will never fail to have a king God's promise to David and then to Solomon also was the same but then in Solomon's lifetime itself he went away from the Lord Rehoboam his son also went away from the Lord it clearly says in 
verse number 1 that he abandoned the law of the lord what a thing to do to abandon the law of the lord sometimes people do that after they have been well established after their lives have become strong after uh, they have attained a certain level of success and blessing they abandon the lord sometimes in times of need or in the beginning of their life the early days of life when life is very difficult they seek the lord very earnestly and god uh, blesses them but once the blessings come once the abundance comes once the favor of god is upon them and once they find favor in the eyes of people they begin to slowly stray away from the lord they abandon the law of the lord they don't pay attention to it they don't focus and as uh, joshua is leading this morning he talked about focus focusing and that's something that um, is lost and what happens is that as a result of that they suffer many consequences every action has its own consequence and you find here that uh, very quickly because they had been unfaithful to the lord the king of egypt comes against them sometimes we wonder why these problems are affecting us sometimes we wonder why these uh, challenges one after the other why these needs why these struggles it is not that if we are righteous we will never have any problems the bible says the righteous man has many troubles but the lord delivers them out of them all even the righteous also do have troubles but sometimes when a person abandons the law of the lord they struggle in life they suffer its effects but prophet shemaiah comes along and confronts rehoboam and the leaders of judah who had assembled in jerusalem for the fear of the king of egypt and uh, he prophesies and says this is what the lord says verse 5 the last part you have abandoned me therefore i now abandon you to shishak sometimes we have this fluctuation um in times of need we seek the lord more then there's a deliverance and then we forget him for a while and then there's another problem when god is just trying to wake us up he's just shaking us to catch our attention and then we seek the lord again a little more and then after a while things have settled down and then we our hearts also become callous uh, we become little lukewarm <laughs> and then uh, another crisis hits another storm hits another need comes up another challenge we face and then uh, we get stirred up again but the lord does not want us to be that way he wants us to seek him uh, to title this morning's message it is very simple seek the lord <laughs> we all know it but god wants to remind us this morning to seek him and uh, not just seek him uh, casually not just seek him half heartedly but to seek him whole heartedly fully and um, very often the people of israel if you see they continued with their rituals they continued with their customary uh, traditions of uh, going to the temple offering the sacrifices very often they continued to do all the uh, celebrate the festivals all of that 
but god always held something against them and the one thing that he held against them was that they were not seeking him wholeheartedly they had a divided heart they sought the lord a little bit and they also went after other things they went after other gods they went after the practices of the nations around them they went after pagan practices they literally were having a mixture they had god and they had other things also they were doing the rituals and the customs and the uh, following the uh, practices of the law some of it some of it which uh, didn't matter to their heart some of which which was just external they continued to do but the things that really mattered with regard to the heart uh, they left them out and they went after the practices of the neighboring nations and so whenever this happened god always had to shake them up so i pray this morning that um we will truly seek the lord not at certain times in our lives not only when god shakes us up not only when there are enemies or when there are challenges when there are needs but we will continue and consistently seek the lord which god desires from our hearts so if you see here when the prophet shemaya confronted rehoboam and the leaders of israel they humbled themselves verse six and they said the lord is just they threw their hands up in the air and said yes what is happening to us is just what is happening to us is you know not wrong what god is doing is something that we deserve they accepted it and as a result of that when the lord saw that they humbled themselves verse seven this is amazing this word of the lord came to shemaiah god speaks again to the prophet and since they have humbled themselves he says i will not destroy them but will soon give them deliverance hallelujah our god responds to humility our god responds to repentance our god responds to someone who seeks the lord to seek someone who seeks him sincerely and that's what he just desires from us he's not looking for our silver and gold he's not looking for our riches and our money the earth and the fullness thereof belongs to god we can never satisfy god by giving anything he just wants our life he wants our heart hallelujah it is not just by service that we can please him it is not just by sacrificing ourselves or uh, it is not about beating ourselves down it's not by fasting you know it's not by starving that we can earn his favor he just wants our love in our heart as we were just worshiping this morning asking the lord to fill our hearts with his love that's what he desires that close relationship with him that's it and sometimes it's too simple for us and we like to go for the complicated ones or giving a lot of money or, or doing a lot of things for god but the simple thing that he wants is our heart and our love for him and he said that's the greatest commandment the first and the greatest commandment love the lord your god with all your heart with all your mind with all your soul and all your strength and love your neighbor as yourself this is the first and the greatest commandment and look what he says as soon as you know they acknowledge that they have uh, abandoned the law of the lord as soon as they respond to the prophetic word and one of the things that we also find is very often the holy spirit speaks to us prophetically amongst us as well uh to wait on him to wait in his presence seek him uh if you find uh, if you've been writing down prophecies then many of you do at the time when somebody prophesies 
uh, if you go back and reread them you will find that there's a repetitive pattern if you can just even recollect in your own memory the re- repetitive pattern is god calling us to himself god calling us to come close to him the lord calling us to seek him that's something that he is constantly desiring from us and um, that's something that we miss out once in a while and this morning god is uh, drawing our attention to this he sees the heart and quickly responds to him who seeks him but when he responds to those who seek him he responds with grace and mercy he gra- responds with love he's not coming with indignation and anger and wrath but he responds with love and mercy and grace and he says because you humbled yourself because they have humbled themselves i will not destroy them but will soon grant deliverance hallelujah we we pray for deliverance but the lord wants our heart deliverance will automatically follow blessings will automatically follow he just wants us to seek him and very often we see so many people who even know the lord don't seek him they don't have a personal relationship with the lord probably they had a relationship with god once maybe they began at some time maybe they got baptized maybe they they even got filled with the holy spirit maybe they even started speaking in tongues maybe they uh, began to even operate in the gifts of the spirit but we can have all of the spiritual gifts and the grace that god gives us graciously but we can still lose out on our personal relationship with god sometimes we can be functioning well in even ministry but not really seeking the lord amen just preaching uh, you know doesn't uh, match or equal seeking the lord god wants us to seek him it's all about a love relationship with him amen i'm coming back to the heart of worship we sang this morning you know you're looking into my heart what how uh, prophetic these songs were even this morning as we were singing talking about love loving god and god loving us and that's something that god wants to speak to us that's why uh, he's been um, you know even through these songs leading us that way you can catch god's attention when you seek him you catch god's attention he not that he doesn't see otherwise but he notices he pays attention he responds quickly to those who seek him as soon as he humbled himself king rehoboam and the elders of israel as soon as they humbled themselves immediately god responds in grace and mercy immediately he responds by promising a deliverance immediately his promises are given to us hallelujah very often we can be praying for the promises and not seeking his heart <coughs> we can be seeking for the fulfillment of his blessings and not seeking his heart shall we turn to psalm 51 and somebody read verses 5 and 6 Amen. Yes, this is how I was even when I was born, I was conceived in sin. I was sinful even from birth. This is our predicament. This is uh, our depravity. This is the way we were. But what is he seeking? What is the Lord seeking from us? He's just seeking a desire. You desire truth in the inner parts. In the inward being, he just looks for a sincere heart. He's just looking for truth in the inward being. And he says, you teach me wisdom in the inmost place. 
even though we were that way even though we were formed in sin even though we were born in sin but the lord has made a way for us to be delivered from sin he's forgiven of us but he wants us to continue to be truthful to him a heart that is set on god is a heart that is truly blessed a life that is truly blessed he doesn't want us to have a divisive heart not a divided attention to him sometimes we can have god as one of the key things that we do in life there are many important things that we focus on and god can be one of them no but god wants us to have him first seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you <coughs> read in first kings chapter 18 first kings in chapter 18 and read verse 21 this is a challenge that elijah gives to the people of israel first kings chapter 18 verse 21 elijah went before the people and said how long will you waver between two opinions if the lord is god follow him but if baal is god follow him but the people said nothing <laughs> the people said nothing maybe they were were they indians i don't know sometimes we neither say an yes or not a no have you seen that that's very common among us it's very difficult for us to come to a conclusion a decision you know several brides are brought before a young man and asked whom do you like it's very difficult to decide he's like not saying anything and sometimes the parents get very frustrated say something many handsome young brought before a young girl and asked to choose whom do you like no she is not saying anything it's very difficult to say something it's very difficult to say yes or a no <coughs> you both like and don't like <laughs> that's a issue that was there with god uh, speaking through elijah and elijah was challenging the people of israel if god if the lord is god follow him if baal is god follow him do something say something but the people said nothing <coughs> god wants us to say yes to him yes to him with all our hearts and you know what happened after that how elijah brought fire from heaven above and proved to them that he is god he proved to the prophets of baal he proved to the people of israel he showed them right in front of their eyes fire coming and quenching the water and the sacrifice and they come and humble themselves and they say oh the lord is god the lord is answering by fire you see this morning we need to make up our minds and say yes i'm not going to have a divided heart but i'm going to follow the lord wholeheartedly i'm going to follow him all the way whatever comes my way let come what may but i'm going i'm not going to miss i'm not going to stop i'm not going to fail in following him sometimes people will follow god as long as they are blessed as long as the blessings are coming as long as the provision is coming as long as there is happiness but once the problems start coming they begin to fall away from the lord like the seed that was sown and it was sown among thorns and thistles it fell among Uh, in the uh, mountain side rocky side among thorns on the pathway 
and the thorns and everything began to grow and what happened it began to crush the seed and it didn't bear fruit sometimes the ground is like uh, such kind of a ground where it's not bearing fruit but may we be like the good soil that bears good fruit hallelujah amen if you read here in joshua a similar situation like elijah's time joshua 24 and verse 14 and 15 Joshua 24 verses 14 yeah so this is a challenge that joshua is giving just like elijah very similar thing now choose throw away the gods of your forefathers and he says but if serving the lord seems undesirable to you then choose for yourself this day whom you will serve whether the gods of your forefathers served before beyond the river or the gods of the amorites <clears throat> sometimes there's a struggle you know there is a a lot of tension because there's a lot of pressure from different places you know we want to follow the lord we want to be seeking the lord we want to be faithful to the lord but there are people around us who are also you know drawing us away from the truth they're drawing us away from the biblical way of life they're drawing us into their way of life they they put they put pressure enormous amount of pressure they expect for us to behave like them they expect for us to do some rituals they expect for us to do their traditions which are unbiblical and sometimes it becomes a difficulty as to what we have to choose but look at this joshua says i don't know about you but as for me and my house we're going to serve the lord we all love to have that verse hanging on the wall and in any christian bookstore across the world you go you will always find this and most christian homes you will find this hanging on the wall somewhere as for me and my house we will serve the lord but the point is it's not about hanging it on the wall it's about doing it <laughs> anybody can hang it on a wall <clears throat> amen when it comes to a wedding when it comes to decisions when it comes to uh, things that we have to do in life when it comes to you know coming together with people of other faiths when it comes to interaction when it comes in a workplace sit- situation when it comes to a festival time when it comes to a a day a date when you have to fix a time for a certain ceremony maybe you buy a house you buy a car or you get married whatever you know how many people oh you, you know the place where the door comes in the house people don't buy it if it's not built vastu compliant these are things that are unbiblical these are things that we should not follow these are things that we have come out of we must renounce you know on friday night when we were praying pastor led us in a prayer of renouncing these are things that if we continue to follow them the evil practices of the world and some of the traditions may not necessarily branded be branded as sinful you may not find it as sinful but they are practices of the 
pagan you know world they are part of the world system and if there's something which is not in alignment to scripture we must not be following them amen hallelujah just to please the people around us just that we don't have a displeasure we don't earn their displeasure and sometimes we are so afraid that we will earn the displeasure of people around us sometimes we are so afraid of the people yes there are challenging situations and yes when we take a stand it will have its effects and sometimes it will have a ripple effect many many people will turn against us we will lose many many relationships we will lose the goodwill of many people we will incur the displeasure of many people but the question he's asking is to choose what do you want to do do you want to follow god or you want to follow the pagan practices of the world around you hallelujah and sometimes out of pressure oh what to do you know age is catching up so get married to even if it's an unbeliever we'll get them saved later on we can baptize them after we you know take uh, you know do the wedding and so many people you know end up and sometimes even artificially christianize them you know artificially christianized by giving them a baptism getting them a membership in a church you can do all of that <clears throat> but what happens at the end of the day is that they truly never get saved and that's what paul asks how would you know that you will actually even save them amen and so because of some social pressure because of pressure of age because of pressure of something we can end up with something which is unbiblical but that's the cost of being a disciple jesus said count the cost if you want to follow me count the cost count the cost and then come follow me when many many people even turned away from him they they could not follow him he said they said this is a hard teaching who can follow this he said if a man is going to build a building he's going to count the cost he's going to estimate how much it will cost if a man is going on a war he's going to find out how many troops he has and he's going to look at what the enemy is coming with can he match up to that otherwise he will go half the way make peace he will count the cost following jesus comes with paying a price following jesus is not just something about receiving blessings some people have limited and have and have made the whole experience of following jesus into a very small aspect of jesus answering prayer they only know the jesus of miracles you can follow a jesus of miracles you can follow a jesus who gives money you can follow a jesus who heals the sick for different people jesus means different but go back to scriptures and find who is the god of the bible follow him <coughs> hallelujah amen for some people jesus is a jesus of prophecies for them everything about jesus is only prophecy for some people jesus is only a jesus of visions and dreams it's only about some revelation it's only about some supernatural experience a jesus of some mystical experience they are very experience oriented but they will not follow the truth they don't follow the lord wholeheartedly amen so this morning the lord wants us to follow him make a choice
Joshua says very clearly for as for me and my house we will serve the Lord. I don't know about you guys. You make your choice. There's no pressure. Nobody's pushing down your throat. No compulsion. You make your choice. What do you want to do? I'm going to do this, he says. What do you want to do? You do. And then the people answered verse 16. You see there's an answer here. In Elijah's time there was no answer. probably because these people are more closer to Moses and the red sea and the wilderness and all of the miracles that they have seen <coughs> and the people answered far be it from us to forsake the lord to serve other gods far be it from us for us to forsake the lord and to serve other gods read with me in matthew's gospel chapter 10 in the same lines jesus says he's very straight he's not mincing words he's not uh promising one thing and expecting another thing he's very straight matthew chapter 10 verse 20 22 matthew 22 so when you come to follow jesus what do you expect what do you expect from friends what do you want to expect from your family if your husband is an unbeliever what do you expect from him if your children are unbelievers if your parents are unbelievers what do you expect from them if your in-laws are unbelievers <laughs> if your colleagues are unbelievers what do you expect from them what do you expect you want everybody to love you and you want to love jesus also it doesn't work it's a very plain truth some of us are seeing like why is he making it so difficult jesus said it i'm just quoting him all men will hate you because of me but he who stands firm to the end will be saved <coughs> he said the same thing in john's gospel also when jesus prays for his disciples yes yeah 1518 if the world hates you keep in mind that it hated me first verse 19 if you belong to the world it would love you as its own as it is you do not belong to the world but i have chosen you out of the world that is why the world hates you remember the words i spoke to you no servant is greater than his master if they persecuted me they will persecute you also they will treat you this way because of my name for they do not know the one who sent me so if you're mistreated if you're misrepresented if you're despised if you're looked down upon if you're sidelined if opportunities are not given to you if credit is not given to you if honor is not given to you if you are not elevated if you are not celebrated if you are not accepted if you are rejected if you are hated 
is no surprise it happened to jesus and jesus says it if the world hates you keep in mind that it hated me first <coughs> if you belong to the world it would love you as its own if the world loves you too much something is wrong somewhere your relatives must hate you somewhere your friends must hate you if everybody is loving you too much and they saying you're too good and you're earning a too good name from everybody something is wrong which means you're not standing for the truth <laughs> amen because no servant is greater than his master because there is a contradiction between the world and god there is a contradiction between the world and the kingdom of god the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light we are in the kingdom of darkness but we are children of light amen and so as children of light when you go into darkness darkness will get disturbed you affect darkness and darkness will hate you because you are the light hallelujah come back to matthew's gospel chapter 10 we need to read some couple of very important verses there matthew chapter 10 why all of this because there's something very important that jesus is saying here matthew 10 verse 32 and 33 amen so well found in the company of unbelievers let us not act like an unbeliever well found in the company of unbelieving people let us not look like them let us not act like them let us not conceal the fact that i'm not i'm a christian i'm a believer on the lord jesus let's not conceal it if we conceal it we disown him whoever acknowledges me before men whether you go and say i am a christian i am a believer on the lord jesus whether you say it by word of mouth or people come to know it by action let it be known amen why why we should take this decision to seek the lord wholeheartedly and why we should not have a divisive heart is because if we have a divisive heart and if we are playing games and if we have one leg in the kingdom of god and one leg in the kingdom of darkness we want to please god on one side and we want to please people on the other side we have one leg in in church and one leg in the world what will happen is that we will end up disowning god and we will not be acknowledging him and says very clearly who acknowledges me before men before the world before the people of the world I will also acknowledge him before my father in heaven but whoever disowns me before men I will disown him before my father in heaven I found sometimes we end up disowning God by our actions we say with our mouth that I am a believer but in our actions we can disown him in our action we can pretend like we don't know Jesus in the company of unbelievers by the way this verse very clearly tells us or dismantles or demolishes the whole idea of secret christian 
have you heard of that word very popular where does it say in the bible some people are called to be secret christians there is no idea called secret christian acknowledges men before god you acknowledge men you acknowledge god before men you acknowledge the name of god you disown the name of god if you disown you know him before men so to say i am a believer to say i am baptized to say i follow jesus to say that i am a child of god we must never be ashamed hallelujah what to me if i am ashamed of the gospel hallelujah amen it is difficult we will incur the displeasure and the hatred of people but do you want the the acknowledgement of people or do you want the acknowledgement of god it's a difficult choice but we need to make the choice that is truly seeking him to seek him with all our heart means that we don't have a divided heart it's not just about praying secretly some people think if i pray secretly everything is fine as long as i even pretend like i'm not an unbeliever outside no everything is important praying secretly also is important acknowledging god before men also is important hallelujah amen these are very simple plain realities pray plain truth simple truth plain truth but the lord wants us to have a heart that we will not have a divided heart a single minded focus a single minded undivided attention to god and a devotion to him that we seek him with all our heart after being baptized we don't go back and do the rituals we don't go back and do the old traditions we don't go back and do things that are biblically not right of infant baptism and confirmation and things that are not found in the bible some people do this and that oh this is for salvation that is for church system then we won't find grave and we die to keep the membership strong <laughs> so that there will be a grave assigned they will also go take child baptism if if that is also done there is meaningless to take baptism biblical according to the biblical truth amen hallelujah and so let us realize this morning that if we are going to follow the lord let's follow him properly and sincerely and wholeheartedly amen not having a divided heart not doing this and that not doing some spiritual stuff not doing some traditions also not pleasing god and pleasing people also Amen we can we can never satisfy everybody you serve god or mammon you cannot serve two masters hallelujah we cannot serve two masters the number one thing the number one blessing here's something that's exciting for all the blessing seekers isaiah chapter 55 isaiah chapter 55 and read verses 6 and 7 
Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the evil man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on him. Hallelujah. Maybe you've sought the Lord, but you've also forsaken the way of God. Sometimes we can seek God and forsake his ways and go in our own way. But we seek the Lord, we also follow his ways. There's a way of life that he wants us to live. He expects of us. He desires of us. There are certain expectations that he has. There are certain standards he has prescribed to us. He wants us to live by them. And so seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the evil man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on him. God has mercy. God is quick to have mercy. He's slow to anger, abounding in love, the Bible says. But he wants us to seek him the right way. We want to seek him our way. He wants us to seek him his way. Amen. Hallelujah. We can seek God our way. We can seek him and, and do whatever we want to do. But truly to seek him is not just about having some time of prayer alone. Yes, that's important. That's fundamental to Christian life. A personal relationship with God. But to seek him involves everything about life. Our decisions, our lifestyle, our actions. Everything. Let the wicked forsake his way and the evil man his thoughts. Our ways and our thoughts. Forsake all wicked thoughts and ways. Forsake the sinful nature. Forsake the sinful desires. Forsake the pleasures of this world. Forsake the distractions of this world. Forsake the people of this world. When Jesus called his disciples to follow him, they immediately left behind their boats and nets and even their father and followed him. Amen. And when they wanted to go back and say, let me go say goodbye. Let me go bury my father and come. Jesus said, let the dead bury the dead. You come follow me. Doesn't it sound very harsh? He wants to go and bury his father. Can't he even do that? But the point that he was making is that you come follow me. I am more important than what you want. Let me say goodbye to my family and come. He said the one who puts his hand into the plow, he's not fit if he turns back. And so we can't move forward and move backward. At the time. We can't be holding on to the things of God and holding on to the world also. This won't work. What will happen is we will not have the favor of God. But the, for the one who renounces the world, one who renounces the people of the world, one who renounces the family, father, mother, brother, sister, husband, wife, to follow Jesus. And in fact, interestingly, in Matthew chapter 10, the same passage we read, he says, I did not come to bring peace. I came to set up, you know, mother against daughter, father against son, mother-in-law against daughter-in-law. This is not the universal fight that happens. Mother-in-law, daughter-in-law. But this is about when you've chosen, if one person has chosen to follow Jesus, the other person will become an enemy. They will hate. And so don't sit and cry and weep that people are hating you. In fact, rejoice that the world hates you like they hated Jesus. Hallelujah. Rejoice. Rejoice. 
when you are persecuted the bible says and talking about persecution we see that all over all over everywhere innocent people are being beaten up some of you might be facing persecution in your own family you might be facing persecution within among your own relatives in your own friends circle you might face opposition you might face displeasure of people you might lose their relationship you might lose their goodwill the biggest fear that indians have is if something happens for us who will stand with us so we need everybody support for us whatever happens only god can stand for us only god will stand with us hallelujah don't you have faith that god will stand with you mm-hmm. amen after knowing jesus so much don't we still don't have the faith that god will stand with us whatever happens whether we win or lose in life whether there's a birth or a death whether there's a wedding or a funeral god will stand with us hallelujah you don't need the support of the people god will bring favor that's what he says in isaiah 55 we read let the wicked forsake his way and the evil man his thoughts let him turn to the lord and he will have mercy on him god's favor <coughs> that's what happens as soon as rehoboam turned his heart back to god as soon as he humbled himself what happened as soon as he sought the lord immediately the word came through shemaiah the prophet and the lord said because you've humbled yourself you will not be handed over to the king of egypt you will find deliverance god had mercy on him and god granted him deliverance immediately seek the lord forsake the world forsake the people of the world our identity is that we firstly are a child of god and we are part of god's family amen we are the family of god we are in the family of god hallelujah that's our identity but we want the love the support the uh, you know blessings and the presence and the goodwill of everybody we will end up only displeasing and disowning god amen I'm not calling us to hate people but people will hate us if we stand for the truth. Amen. We are called to love everybody. Love your neighbor as yourself. We are called to love even our enemies. Bless those who curse you and persecute you. But the world will hate us. People will hate us. Look at it in Joshua chapter 14. Joshua chapter 14. Verses 7 to 9. This is what Joshua says. I was 40 years old when Moses the servant of the Lord sent me from Kadesh Barnea to explore the land. Joshua 14 7-9. And I brought him back a report according to my convictions because my because my fellow uh, but my fellow Israelites who went up with me made the hearts of the people melt in fear. Hi, I however followed the Lord my God wholeheartedly. I however followed the Lord wholeheartedly so on that day Moses swore to me the land on which your feet have walked will be your inheritance and that of your children forever because you have followed the Lord my God wholeheartedly there was just Joshua and Caleb son of Nun 
two men who followed the Lord wholeheartedly. The rest of them brought a bad news. They did not believe that God is able to deliver us from the land of uh, of the people of Canaan. They did not believe that God will defeat these giants. And sometimes we look at these giants who are around us. It looks like an army of giants are standing around you. And you become afraid. But you follow the Lord wholeheartedly. You will be able to stand up against these giants and say the Lord will rescue us. Hallelujah. The Lord will give this land into our hands. God will help you to overcome the opposition. God will help you to overcome the persecution. God will help you to overcome the challenges that you face because of your wholehearted devotion to him. But because of that, what happened? God's favor was on him. And in Joshua, Moses tells Joshua, the land on which your feet have walked will be your inheritance. In verse 9. And that of your children forever because you have followed the Lord my God wholeheartedly. God's favor was upon Joshua because he followed him wholeheartedly. God is merciful to those who seek him wholeheartedly. Not with a divided heart. Not with a callous heart. Not with a cold heart. Not with an indifferent heart. But a wholehearted seeking the Lord. Seeking the Lord. Let Jesus be first in our lives. Amen. Hallelujah. Let Jesus be the center of our lives. May pleasing him be the most important thing for us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So God's favor you experience. Number one. Number two. It leads you into a glorious future when you seek him wholeheartedly. Joshua 14. Read verse 11 and 12. Hmm. Hallelujah. You see, this is a glorious future that Joshua is experiencing. He says, I'm, so, I'm still as strong today as Moses sent me out. That is 40 years back. Now he's 85. All right. I'm just as vigorous to go out for battle now as I was then. He's moving into a new venture at old age. A blessed and a glorious future at a very elderly age. And I'm still as strong as I was then, 40 years back. You see, all through your life, you will experience that blessing of a blessed future in God. Those who seek him wholeheartedly will be strong, will be blessed, and their future will be blessed. At even old age, he's venturing out and starting up something new, is ready for battle. God will help me. He will give me this land into my hands. Hallelujah. Your decision and consistency today, the decision you take today and the consistency with which you seek the Lord and wholeheartedly follow him and his ways will pay off for a long time, even a whole lifetime and for generations to come. Hallelujah. You will see that blessing. 
Second Chronicles chapter 15. Second Chronicles in chapter 15. And read with me verses 1 to 7. The Spirit of God came upon Azariah, son of Oded. He went out to meet Asa and said to him, Listen to me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you when you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. For a long time, Israel was without the true God, without a priest to teach and without the law. But in their distress, they turned to the Lord, the God of Israel, and sought him, and he was found by them. In those days, it was not safe to travel about, for all the inhabitants of the lands were in great turmoil. One nation was being crushed by another, and the city, one city by another, because God was troubling them with every kind of distress. But as for you, be strong and do not give up, for your work will be rewarded. Asa set his heart to seek the Lord. And God is promising Asa a glorious future. Be strong and don't give up. Your work will be rewarded. God is a rewarder of those who seek him sincerely. If you seek him, he will be found by you. If you forsake him, he will forsake you. There's a reward for those who seek him sincerely. The blessing of God is on their life. The blessing of God on their life on this earth Certainly there is a blessing upon the righteous, upon those who seek him on this earth, in this worldly life. God is not just concerned about our spiritual life. God is concerned about our whole life. <coughs> Everything about us, our job, our career, our education, our professions, the things that he has called us to do in this world. He is concerned about all of that and he wants to bless us holistically. in every area of life even in the even the little will be blessed even the little income will be blessed even the little that you have will be blessed it will be multiplied when god is there even the effort which is done in short duration less effort will produce much blessing when you seek him because god will bless what you do he will prosper He will prosper you even with the little that you have. God wanted the earthly well-being of man. He desired that right at the beginning when he created man in the Garden of Eden. He said, be fruitful and multiply and have dominion on the earth. That's God's intention. It is not that God intended for man to suffer. But because of the fall, the curse came on man. He said, you will toil and with the sweat of your brow you will earn your bread and you what you sow you will get only thorns and thistles from the ground but now for those who seek him who come back to him that curse is turned into a blessing hallelujah that curse is turned into a blessing he will reward you for the work of your hands but if you seek him not forsake him Hallelujah. The curse is removed. Joshua is going strong at 85. Starting up new ventures. Starting up new businesses. Ready for new battles. With God's help, you are certain that he is going to have victories. You are certain of victories. Those who seek the Lord, God will lead them in new ways. 
God will bless their earthly life. Your earthly life will be richly rewarded. You will lack no blessing. Hallelujah. Seek him wholeheartedly. Follow him. Please him. And you will see the blessings automatically follow. Hallelujah. It will automatically follow. You don't have to run after them. But if you seek the Lord half-heartedly, if we seek the Lord with a divided heart, if we don't pay attention to him, what happens is that we lose out on God's favor and we will not have a glorious future. But God's favor and a glorious future follows those who truly seek him and please him. Keep God first. You'll see the blessing of God added upon your life in ways and means that you never expected or imagined. Hallelujah. In ways and means you never imagined God will bless. Keep him first. <laughs>